KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we welcome you to The Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective. And in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for The Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another happy Wednesday on The Extraordinary Talk Show. I am your host, Della Hill, and I have been meeting up with you guys here on the Extraordinary Talk Show for a few years now, which I don't know about you guys, but I've been enjoying. And in fact, I hope some of you guys have been enjoying this along the road with me, but coming in here and sitting down to share my thoughts with whoever is interested in listening to them has has caused me to put a lot of my thoughts into order that I might not have put them in otherwise. And I've had a lot of personal growth through that. So thank you to those of you who are out there who are interested, who your interest is enough to keep bringing me back. But also, I hope I would keep doing it, or at least thinking these thoughts, just for me anyway, because of the growth I've gotten out of it. Because really, like I tell you guys every time, this is stuff that I have learned. These are thoughts that I've put together and things that I've figured out, that these things work for me. But just because they work for me doesn't mean that they work for everybody. And sometimes I'll share thoughts with you that I've considered and maybe taken a piece from, but I haven't taken the whole thing. And I don't expect you to either. I do not expect you to believe a word that I say just because I say it. And please don't do a single thing that I do just because I do it. If, however, something that I say strikes a chord of truth within you, or rings the bell of curiosity within you, please follow those things. That's your inner person, inner being telling you that there's truth there for you. And it may not be in exactly the same form and application of what I took. In fact, I hope it's not because I hope that you take whatever I give you and turn it into your own thing. Because like always, I am not here to tell you what to think, but I I'm here to try to get you to think for yourself. With that being said, let's jump into this week's show. And today I want to give you, I want to remind you about a secret power that you have. It's a secret power you've always had. And the reason that you don't use it, one of the reasons you don't use it is because you don't know how powerful it is. There's a lot of things I think, the more I study this, and I found more than this one, there's a lot of magic that humans have lost over the centuries and millennia. There are understandings of what plants worked for what, and so many different things along the centuries and millennia of human being that some people have figured out some things, and then even the ones that figured it out, over time, those things have been forgotten or lost in some way. And as simple as this thing is that I'm about to tell you, I hope that you'll consider what I have to say because this might be the thing that changes everything for you. And are you ready for a thing, for the thing? The idea of which, the knowing of which might change everything for you. I want to tell you today the magic that you hold, the power that you have, 
by asking for help. The simplicity is part of what makes you not believe in it. Because it can't be that easy in your mind, right? Everybody told you that. Everybody else always told you it can't be that easy. Everybody always told you if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. But just like I don't ever tell you what to do, one thing I'm going to tell you is that the best study is a self-study. So the best way to try anything to believe or disbelieve, to give full application to anything that I tell you is to create a self-study and apply these things for as an experiment in your life and find out what happens. And along that line, I would challenge you. I'm not going to tell you what to do and you can accept or refuse the challenge. But I challenge you to ask for help more in your daily life and see what happens. I think one reason that we don't ask for help is because we are shamed into not asking for help. Can you remember a time when you were a kid that you you tried to ask for help? Maybe you tugged on the back of your mom's shirt or maybe you yelled out, help. And somebody told you, hush. Someone bashed on your little childhood hopeful head in asking for help and made you believe that you wouldn't get it. And I'm sorry that that happened to you. And I invite you to heal that through that memory and feel the resonance in you now knowing that when you ask for help, help will come. But again, don't believe me just because I said it. Helping, we talked once before about the law of give and take that we all give in this universe and we all take in this universe and we all give in our daily lives and we all take in our daily lives and there's a balance and a flow in all of how that happens, that even your gas tank and your bank account go up and down, that there's always coming and going. There's always giving and taking. And here's part of the magic trick. This is a key element of receiving help when you ask for it, is in order to receive help, you must be a helper. That's not entirely true, because you can still get help even if you're not a helper. Let me restate that. Entire to In order to receive the entirety of the help that is available to you, you must also be willing to give help when it, when you have the opportunity. And I had a very good friend once who taught me the saying, I am grateful for this opportunity to serve. Because just like last week when we talked about altruism versus self-sacrifice, and if you are not grateful for a gift that you give, whether it's a physical gift or an act of time or service, if you are not grateful for the opportunity to give it, it doesn't have the value that it does if you do. If you are grateful to give a gift of time, service, self-sacrifice, it has extra weight and power behind it. If you're not grateful for the opportunity to give it, it robs it of some of the power. And that's kind of sad because if you're doing the exact same thing anyway, you might as well just click your attitude to a different channel and get more power out of it. But so many times as kids... Wait, wait, I'm going, let me skip ahead. Uh, I lost my place in my notes. To receive help, be a helper. Give and take. That's where I'm at. Give and take. We've also talked a lot about being a little hinge that can turn out to be a big door for somebody else. What that means is that little hinges swing big doors. And let's say 
you can do something for someone else or they can do something for you that's a really small thing to do but has a very, very large reward attached to that. For example, let's say that you're stuck on the side of the road with a flat tire. You even have a spare, but you don't have a jack. And you're stuck. You need help. And someone shows up and they don't even have a spare tire, but they've got a jack and they loan it to you. They let you use it. They don't even do the work for you. The only thing that they did in that moment was they showed up and they happened to have something sitting around that they let you hold for a few minutes and then put it back. But in doing that, that's a very, very little hinge that that person was able to provide for you by showing up. And in return, you were able to continue your journey and you received the help that you got. And that was a big door. And by providing little hinges and big doors for other people, we can do little things that are very, very easy for us, have a big reward for someone else. And in doing that, you can be in relationships where you give less than you receive and it is still positive and beneficial and healthy for everyone involved. Look for opportunities to be a little hinge for other people. And as you do that, other people will find opportunities to be a little hinge for you that turns out being, ends up turning into a big door for you. In order to receive all the help, please be a helper. Also, just being willing to be a helper changes the attitude of the help that you receive, just like the attitude when you give it. Mr. Rogers said, and I got this, I've read this off the internet a few times, and just because you read something more than once doesn't actually make it true if it wasn't true to begin with. But I would like to believe that Mr. Rogers said this. He said, whenever there's scary things in the world, and I think maybe the first time I read this was after 9-11, his mother told him, look for the helpers. Look for the good. Whenever it's scary and everyone is scared, look for the helpers. When you don't know where to look because you're scared, look for the helpers. Because the helpers are always, always there. I want you to think about for a minute, if you're willing to, when did you need help and it showed up? Help can show up in a lot of different ways. Um, it can show up with somebody on the side of the road. Uh, I actually had the opportunity to do that yesterday, that there was a car accident and the paramedics hadn't arrived yet. And due to some synchronicities of me forgetting to leave my keys at work, I had to make a second trip past that intersection and I was able to provide a, my small, small amount of assistance. Basically, all I did was show up. But in doing that, that was able to be a, a big door, I think, for someone else. And it made me feel really special in that I had recognized the nudges that led me to be able to have that opportunity. I'm very grateful for that, which is why I'm sharing it with you. Let me clarify this. You have a right to ask for help. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't ask for help or that for any reason you don't deserve it. You have a right to ask for help by virtue of being who you are in this universe. You have a right to ask for help. You have the power of God inside of you just like Jesus did and just like he talked about. And as such, you have access to the greatest help you could ever imagine and then some just by nature of being who you are. Never doubt that you deserve or have a right to receive 
help. By virtue of who you are, you have value, you have worth, you are significant, you are divine, and you have a right to ask for help. Now, who do you ask for help? Let's go there. Because when I say ask for help, who do you think of? Who do you think about asking for help? And probably that's going to relate to the problems that you have in your life and the things that you feel like you could use some help on. So you might be thinking about the people around you. And that might be a reason why you don't want to ask for help is because you don't want to trouble or inconvenience or weigh upon the people around you. And just because of what I explained a minute ago, that there's a law of give and take in the universe and that there's big doors and little hinges that you can do a little thing or they can do a little thing that ends up being a big reward for someone else and receive help by being a helper. If you think that you don't deserve help, look around at all the help you give because even if you think that you're not a helper, I bet you are. And I bet if you think about it, you'll think of some things that you did that were helpful to somebody else and you might think, well, that was just a little thing. It was nothing. It was, it was nothing for me to do that. It was not a big deal at all. Yeah, that's why it's a little hinge. But whatever it was gave a reward of a big door for them. And because you were able to provide a service, even and isn't it even better that you didn't have to do much to provide a big reward for somebody else? That's awesome. You can... Recognize that because you are a giver, you have an additional right to receive help. Because there is a law of give and take in the universe, you are an active part of that. You are giving. Therefore, the universe is going to push back on you whether or not you like it. Because that's how the waves of the universe go, just like the waves of the ocean. They're going to push on you whether or not you like it. If you accept it, you can surf the ride and it's a lot of fun. If you fight it, it feels like you're going to drown. So stop fighting the flow of the universe when the universe tries to give you something. When the universe is trying to wash you with a wave, let it wash you onto the shore. Accept the gift. Don't try to fight it. Resistance holds everything back and it holds you back from so many rewards. So do acknowledge that you have a right to ask for help from the people around you. And if they do not want to or cannot help, they will say so. Or they might come along and help anyway. And hopefully they'll have a good attitude about it by the time they get there so that you both get the best reward out of it. But maybe it does help to ask people who you know want to help. So pay attention in your life. If you don't know who those people are, they're there. If you don't know who the people in your life are who want to help you, pay attention. Because they'll let you know who they are. So that when you need help, you can go to them and ask. And also because you have more than one person in your life, you have many people in your life, I hope. You have many different people who can offer different resources, who have different opportunities of little hinges that they can swing for you. And so you will know not only who is willing to help, but who can help in the best way for you. The next who you can ask for help is God. And I hope that you do on a regular basis. I don't care what name you use for God. There's a lot of them. You could say God, Father, Elohim, the universe, All that is, there are so many words for God because God 
is everything. So I don't care if you ask the universe for help or God for help or the your left big pinky toe, left small pinky toe for help. Um, there is God in all things. God is love and God is all that is. Therefore, help is all around you at all times. And no matter how you see God, what name you use for God, how you view God, know that regardless of the former name you hold, you have a right to receive help from that entity. And not only that, but that entity has a tremendous desire to provide the help for you. But because there is a universal law of non-interference, even God can, and God also has given you free will to make your own choices in your life, which means that God is actually not going to interfere in your life without you asking for it. If you want God to interfere in your life, you better ask. It's a law of non-interference, and if God interfered in your life without asking you, he or she or it or law would be defying its very own law, its very own gift that it gave you of the right to make your own choices and create your own life here upon the earth. Therefore, God himself will not interfere in your life without your permission and request. Please ask God for help. It's some of the best help you can ever get or even imagine and then beyond some because you cannot imagine the help that God can provide for you if you ask. The next that you can ask for help, and this is one that I've come to understand much better recently as I've had my own personal growth. You can ask help from the spiritual workers that are around you. You have no idea of the support that you have backing you. You might know that you have a guardian angel. You might remember an imaginary friend that you had as a child. You might pray to a saint, not only to to God, but also to a saint, which when I was growing up, because I was taught a very monotheistic idea of religion, the idea of praying as to a saint seemed um, erroneous to me because it wasn't praying to God and it was idolizing the saint. That was how I understood it. Now I understand God wants you to ask for help from all the places. Don't be afraid to ask for help from all the places. God, his feelings, her feelings aren't hurt if you ask for help from someone else that she also created. Because then it's also fun for her to see how her creations help each other. So whether it's a saint or whether it's your grandmother who passed or whether it's a guardian angel or a childhood imaginary friend that you remember seeing and playing with or more than that, because I can't even express to you in the next five minutes, I have all of the different spiritual workers that are available to you that you have access to. Again, I don't expect you to believe me, but the best self-study, the best study is a self-study. So if you want to find out, start asking to be aware of the spiritual workers around you. Ask to be aware of the ones who love you and are already there to serve you, whether you know about them or not. And then ask them for help and find out what happens. Guys, I know that I have personal guides and you can use whatever name you want. And some people define their differences between angels, guards, guardians, um, guardian angels, 
guides, etc. And they all have a kind of different purpose. And sometimes you can't even put them in a category because the purpose that they serve to you is very unique to them and you. And that is the relationship that you have with them that nobody else actually has that kind of angel guide relationship so that you don't even have a name for it. Through my work as a regressive hypnotherapist, as well as my work as a hospice nurse, I have become very aware, not even aware, as aware as I hope to be, but far more aware than I used to be of the spiritual workers that surround us. I have become far more aware of my own personal guides and support system, the angels that follow me around, as I have become more aware of the angels that follow others around. Just like as a hospice nurse, I've had many opportunities when I've walked into a room where my patient was, and I have had the clue that my patient was going to pass soon based on the volume of angels that I could feel in the room, that this many people had come to be present for my patient's transition. These are things that I didn't used to be aware of until the last few years, and it's through my work as a nurse that I've had those opportunities. And I've had other opportunities as my mind has been opened to be aware of the spiritual workers that are around us all the time. You have a right to ask them for help, and not only that, they can't help just like God. There's law of non-interference. They have to allow you to make your own choices and create your own life. So when you acknowledge them and when you ask for their help, they get so excited because that's what they're there for. That's literally their purpose is to help you, and they're just waiting. It's like the very end of Labyrinth when they're on the other side of the mirror and they tell her, should you need us? Yes. Should you need us? And as soon as she acknowledges that she needs them, there's no longer a mirror separating them and her friends and supports are there with her again. They're always, always there. You've seen, you may have seen a picture that I saw a lot when I was growing up of Jesus on the other side of the door. And you're on one side of the door and Jesus is on the other, but you have a handle on your side of the door and Jesus does not have a handle on his side of the door. So he's literally right there waiting for you to open it, but he doesn't have the ability to open it himself. Um, Jesus is, an, is one of these aspects that you can also ask for help. But they put the handle on our side by giving us free will and the power to create our own lives. Therefore, it's up to us to ask ask for that help because they can't interfere to offer it without us asking. When can you ask for help? Anytime, ever, always. Time is kind of an illusion, um, but you can definitely ask for help when you need it. I have literally been driving down the street when I was going through my severe depression and I felt so alone and I remember screaming, help me. I'm not going to scream it into the microphone as loud as I screamed it in my car because I'm pretty sure that if cars next to me may have heard me and in my backyard and when my dog died and I asked for help and there were pivot points in my universe at that point in time when I asked for help and because I asked for help the help was able to come and some of it came immediately some of it came within minutes in different different ways and forms and some of it took longer to for the energies that needed to coalesce and come together to provide me the manifestation of my help needed a little bit more time. But as soon as I started asking for help, the help came. And 
my life has gotten a whole lot better and my smile has gotten a whole lot bigger and I have become so much happier. There was a time when I was struggling to find, it wasn't that long ago, when I was struggling to find a reason to be alive. I've talked about this in my previous shows and I asked for help and help came and I challenge you to do the same. I'm Della. It's the end of my show. I love you guys, and I'm planning on being back with you next Wednesday. Oh, don't forget, next Tuesday is 2222 Tuesday, which is also my dad's 78th birthday, so I'm going to wear two tutus, and I think you should too. I'll see you next week. I love you. You've been listening to The Extraordinary Talk Show with Della Hill. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of The Extraordinary Talk Show.